1: good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. It's Tuesday and this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. This is the place where we keep you up to date on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. And I am one of the lovely hosts here to bring you the news, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host bringing you the news,
0: A-Dub.
1: Like I said, it's Tuesday. A couple of things to get to. Big news for DJ Khaled. He has finally gotten his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Then we have a brand new Pusha T interview out. He sat down with Charlemagne the God and he got very, very emotional when speaking on the death of his parents. Rick Ross has announced he has a new TV show out and 6ix9ine is challenging Fabio Ford for the King of New York crown. A couple of big things, but first, please follow the podcast. Please subscribe to us on whichever app you are on. Thank you. Now let's get into it. Okay, let's start off with DJ Khaled. Another one, man, another big accomplishment for DJ Khaled right here. He just announced his new Jordan sneaker, and I didn't even know that he had a whole other thing going on, which is he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
0: Yeah, we know DJ Khaled is a stable in this industry. He puts these artists together. He makes these albums. He makes these hits, these classics. So it's only right that he gets his Hollywood Walk of Fame star.
1: Yeah, so yesterday Khaled uh, finally got his star onto the Walk of Fame. They had a special ceremony for him, and people were pulling up for Khaled, okay? Jay-Z pulled up, Diddy pulled up, Fat Joe pulled up. A couple of New York legends came out. And according to the reports, Khalid Star is number 2719 on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And the star is located at 6212 Hollywood Boulevard. And that's right next to Amoeba Music. So if you want to go check out Khalid Star, that is the address that you go to. And like we said, you know, this isn't his only big accomplishment this week. He just announced his new Jordan shoes. And he's got a couple different colorways too. I like them. They're giving like a pastel vibe. He's got a bluish one. A peachish looking one a couple of different colorways and I'm like okay Khaled he's really doing his thing and he's been doing it so consistently for so many years I do believe he deserves this star
0: yeah I'm surprised uh he hadn't had it before or maybe like a couple years ago he's just now getting it but um better better late than never for sure
1: and I just um was watching yesterday uh an episode of self-made taste better it's like this show about bel-air Um, from the the creator of Bel Air, Brett Barish, and um, it was an episode with Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne, and Wiz Khalifa. They all have their, you know, special liquors that they're promoting, Um, and Khaled was just talking about his love for hip-hop, his love for music, and just really how that opened the door for him to do everything that he's doing today, so gotta congratulate Khaled on that. That was an amazing episode. You guys should check that out if you get a chance, Um, and you just learn more about all of those guys, but yeah, no. This is a big, big moment for DJ Khaled. So, we are gonna clap it up for him. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! And now let's talk about. Um, speaking of great pieces of content to watch, let's talk about this Pusha T interview. So he sat down with Charlemagne the God on Charlemagne's show. Um, I don't know if it has a name or it's just Charlemagne sits down with blank, but um. Yeah, so he sat down with Charlemagne on his YouTube channel and they talked about Pusha T's upcoming album. It's almost dry, and Charlemagne has heard the album already, so he knows all the songs off of it that we don't know yet. And during this interview, Charlemagne brought up a song called um, Brambleton, which is the name of a street in Pusha T's hometown, and uh, apparently it's a very very personal song where Pusha touches on, you know, one of his friends that spoke against him publicly. Um, and other, I guess, personal things going on in his life. And during the interview, Pusha says that Brambleton is, well, you know, one of the spots where his mother worked at. And then, of course, Pusha T's parents have both passed away recently. So as you can imagine, it got quite emotional uh, once Pusha's parents were brought up.
2: I understand that um, in their passing. That's, um, have you felt what that difference is, or? Um, um, I do feel like, you know, the younger generation, that's why doing such a, such and so-and-so, you know, I, I think that, I think that the youth, it does, we didn't have. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I respect it. I get it. Ah, oh, man. Um. Your, your mother and your father. Yeah. How does a brother like you deal with grief? Ah, oh, man. Um. Dealing with grief, man. Um, well, I think the one thing that's helping me deal with grief right now—my parents passed four months, four months apart. Um, oh, one couldn't live without the other. Well, I I, I look at it like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just know I was good with my parents, both of them, like really good. Like so, I grieve selfishly. Mm-hmm. I'm grieving now, but, man.
1: So right around here is the part it's, where it um, starts getting very emotional.
2: They are right. I know it. Mm-hmm. What, what does legacy mean to you now? Yeah. Like after, after losing both your parents, but having a son? Yeah. Uh, has your understanding of what legacy is changed? Um. Yeah. I think so, man
1: he's still trying to hold I think it together so, yeah, chill. tears are still falling
2: <laughs> yeah chill
1: and then when he says you got to chill right there they basically have to take a little pause um one of the people off off camera has to come and bring push the tissue it just was really emotional you can see him kind of trying to pull himself together minutes after that he's like stumbling over a couple of questions after and just really you can tell he's still thinking about his parents like you know it it, it kind of really made me see pusha T in a different light honestly because I think he comes off as a guy that just really doesn't care about anything. Like, anybody can get it. I'm untouchable. Like, I don't have no no type of – any type of feelings, any type of vulnerability. Like, sometimes he just comes across that way. So, it was just – I think it was good to see a, a different side of him and just to to see him letting that out publicly and being so vulnerable.
0: Yeah, I think so too because, I mean, we don't – well, personally, for me, I don't hear a lot about push Pusha T's – personal business or like what he goes through or like his backstory and things like that so in this interview Charlamagne got him to really just break down and talk and come off like a real person with feelings so Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to see him in this different light I don't think it's a bad thing I kind of like it even more I like it to see this side of Pusha T so
1: yeah for sure and he talks about in the interview too like his son just making him softer and making him uh just really really kind of soften up a bit across the board not just with his son be soft with his son specifically but just in general and I I thought we saw that on display here on this interview it's very interesting one another one to go check out if you didn't watch it yet All right, now let's talk about Rick Ross because apparently he has a TV show on the way and he announced this via social media. Uh, He hopped on his IG story and he says um, it's basically going to be a show about his life and what he's doing um, wealth wise, success wise. And much to my surprise, he says he's already filming for this show. You know, you know, Rick Ross will get on and he'll talk about something. But then I'm like, okay, like this is already in motion.
0: Right. Um. So, but people are trying to figure out exactly what he's going to be doing on this type of show because they don't know if he's going to be like starring in it or he's more like behind the scenes. And a lot of people are bringing up how he did an interview with GQ last December where he kind of dismissed acting in tv even though didn't was he on some type of show and he really killed his um <laughs> acting performance yeah he was on the equalizer he was on the equalizer yeah.
1: he did pretty good up there i could see him doing more um more scripted roles
0: yeah exactly so in the instagram story he was just like saying the time has come the perfect time is now um the time is now it's going to be about wealth based on success and that's when he said he's actually filming something right now so i'm curious to see exactly what it's going to be
1: yeah. And I really hope it is going to help people like as far as, you know, making more money or being more successful, because he says he's going to be talking big numbers up there. He said the nine figure club is going down like that. So, you know, hopefully we'll get a inside look behind the curtain um, as far as that. That that should be interesting, though. And if anybody can do a show like that, it's Rick Ross. Like we know he owns all of these different restaurants. I think he said 50. Um and one of the more recent songs he released, I think he said 50 Restaurants, but A Lot of Me Hungry. So he's got all of those. And then he's got more businesses outside of that. He's invested in multiple different things. He's He owns real estate, you know, across the U.S. or whatever. He's invested in these liquor brands. Like, Rick Ross is the one to do a show like this. So hopefully it really does come out sometime soon. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right, lastly, let's talk about Takashi69 again and <laughs> Fabio Foreign. Um, So, as you know, recently Fabio put out his new album, Bible. Um, we got a chance to chat with Fabio. You know, if you haven't heard that episode already, definitely go back and listen to that one because he actually spoke on uh, a topic that he and Takashi are disputing over right now, which is who is the king of New York? Um, so, Fabio said that recently. He even said it in the interview with us. He said he's claiming that status, king of New York. That's him. He's not running from the title, and Takashi Six Nine apparently did not take kindly to that, and neither did Fabio take kindly to Takashi Six Nine, saying that he's the king of New York. Right. So
0: after Takashi came back, uh, I think last Friday, saying that the king of New York is back. Of course, Fabio foreign tweeted and on Instagram. I guess he said this on social media. He was like. Um, Five billboards in Times Square, top five songs in New York on Apple at once, and articles in both Daily News and New York Times. Don't ever let that dude say he's the king of this city. Mm. Mm. Shots fired.
1: Well, Takashi right. 69 fired back and said, didn't his best friend just get shot in the head a month ago? He worried about billboards in Times Square. And, um, of course, the friend in question is T. Wu." Um, the one who created the signature Woo Walk that everybody be doing. Um, he was shot on February 1st in Canarsie. Um, and he did ultimately die in the hospital. So uh, that's who 6 9 was speaking on. But I'm just shaking my head again, man. You, had the, you have the opportunity to turn over a new leaf to Kashi 6 9 And you're squandering it by doing these same things that you were doing before. Like, why are you speaking on people that are no longer alive? Especially you, like you had no, part, well, we're assuming you had no part in why he's no longer here. Like, why are you speaking on this? There's no reason for you to speak on it. Just talk your quote-unquote king of New York talk and and leave it alone. My problem with Takashi is he he involved himself in in street activity and and gangster business, and then. Told on everybody, and they went to jail. He got out of jail. Okay, you have your get-out-of-jail away, get out of jail free card. Why are you reinserting yourself into street activities and street business? Like, I just don't get that part.
0: Yeah, I don't get it either. And he's always bringing up, you know, somebody passing or dying. Like, he does that with Lil Durk and King Vaughn and all them. And bringing up uh, T-Dot. Like, Fabio just tweeted how he's, like, accomplished so much. And you just bring up somebody that's passed away. Like, I don't get why he does that as like a as his jab but it's annoying takashi's just annoying period (laughs) yeah we're over it
1: um but i did like uh i did like the bible album though i liked a couple of songs off there um from Fabio. the one with polo g one with casey up there the intro like Fabio had a couple joints on that album so i don't know what takashi's cooking up if he got an album on the way or what he got going on but um right now it seems like Fabio's a little further along than than him not facts. I agree. Yeah. And on that note, we are going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is
0: Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is All Hip Hop DX.
1: Yep. You can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all
0: platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything, too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news.
2: auto trader.